out of Austin, Texas. You're listening to the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. Here's your host, Sheila Dean. Hello, everybody. Hope you can hear me. It is a cold and sunny afternoon in Austin, Texas, and I just wanted to say a very Merry Christmas Eve to all of you. Who are listening? We have Miranda and Gregor, two of our favorites, with us today. Um, if you don't mind inviting a few more people, I really want to provide a forum. Oh, great! Uh, just go to the man plus sign down at the bottom of the app and hit invite, and that will bring all of your people to the room. So, thank you for joining here uh, on the Unsanctioned Citizen Podcast. So, I have full bore plans to heckle DHS, and so I've brought something. Something unusual and special for you today. I managed to find the DHS video on countering disinformation. And I'll bet you this is a treat. After the the Twitter files drops that happened mm, over a week ago, where it was proven that they were, you know, siphoning and surveilling and hedge-picking all the people that they didn't want to speak, uh, I just want to show you what they were instructing the public to do from their end uh, based on what we know now. So uh, I'll just go ahead and cue this up, and I'm going to take off my headset, put it close to the speaker here. All right, just hang in there. Welcome to Cybersecurity 101. Class is in session. Today's lesson, countering disinformation on social media. If you're on social media, probably know that some information found there is fake or dishonest. How can you tell and who is behind it? Let's take a closer look. Since 2020, there has been a lot of false and inaccurate information about COVID-19. In many cases, the authors of this misinformation are simply misinformed. But some misinformation is deliberately created to mislead, harm, or manipulate. We call this disinformation. In this case, by eroding trust in public health, disinformation could lower vaccine acceptance or adherence to safety protocols. By dividing the community, disinformation can cause a rise in infections and deaths. Disinformation is not always easy to spot. In today's lesson, you'll learn how social media is used to influence you and how to identify and counter disinformation. A social media influence campaign is an organized effort to affect other people's thinking in an online community. Influence campaigns based on facts and transparency can unite and strengthen a group, but campaigns based on disinformation divide and weaken them. Disinformation often comes from groups with ample resources, such as nation states, political groups, cultural groups, and even companies. These bad actors use social media data to target and influence specific groups. For example, most platforms have recommender systems, a type of artificial intelligence that promotes content to specific groups of people. Bad actors can simply pay the platform to recommend their disinformation to target groups. If the target group views it, this encourages the recommender to promote even more disinformation. Anyone can quickly fall down a rabbit hole of lies this way. Bad actors can also pose as a member of a group. They may adopt a profile similar to their target or change their location to appear close. With the use of bots and fake accounts, a bad actor can easily amplify this effect. To 
identify and counter disinformation, we need to learn how to separate fact from opinion. Consider this post from Susan's feed. It's from her uncle Steve, who claims everybody knows COVID is no worse than the flu. Beware of phrases like everybody or nobody. Statements like these often commit the fallacy of mob appeal by appealing to the emotions of a crowd for an idea to be accepted or rejected. Comparing a pandemic virus to a seasonal virus also commits the fallacy of weak analogy because the two viruses have telling differences. Steve fails to share those differences, committing the fallacy of suppressed evidence. Finally, unless Steve is an infectious disease expert, he is also committing the fallacy of appeal to authority. He is presenting this information as if he were an expert in the field, when he is not. Susan doubts her uncle's claim, but she isn't an infectious disease expert either. That brings us to the core of this lesson. Do your own research and rely on fact-based sources. Official and verified sources are held accountable for the accuracy of the information they share. For example, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention website should be favored because they are a trustworthy source due to large government funding, nonpartisan college-educated experts, and years of experience in the field. It takes some time, but Susan eventually tracks down a fact-based source that compares flu and COVID deaths during the same period. Meanwhile, Susan's uncle has been doing his own research. He's encountered many so-called sources that contain disinformation. Remember, anyone can pay AI recommenders to place content on your social media feed. <laughs> Take this fake news story, for example. It claims to cite an official source, the CDC, but it misrepresents the data. This video also uses emotional and sensational elements instead of a fact-based argument. Susan's uncle has made a common mistake. He's picking sources that confirm his opinions instead of presenting facts or multiple sides of a controversial subject. Which is fine if he's confirmation bias. Susan, however, has done fact-based research and replies to her uncle. It doesn't change his opinion. Instead, he uses an ad hominem or personal attack, another type of logical fallacy. Steve tries to find a flaw in Susan rather than in the facts. You can't win every argument online, but you can protect yourself from disinformation. You can stop it from spreading, too. Encourage others to follow diverse sources and perspectives. They may not always be accurate, but they increase our view of the topic and chances to find fact-based information. And finally, think before you link. Disinformation appears more trustworthy when it comes from someone you know. If you share disinformation, <laughs> other members of your group may fall for it too. Remember, disinformation is deliberately created to mislead, harm, or manipulate. By practicing these techniques, you can counter disinformation. Class dismissed. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, CISA, can help. We... I'm sorry I missed that last part, but they, they had an elections filtering, they had COVID CDC, and then I think it was one other one for, like, regular uh, extremist, yeah, extremism threats. Okay, so what have we learned in the last, <clears throat> you know, two weeks, 48 hours about DHS? Uh, it's that DHS actually used some of those tactics to buy their way into Twitter. The FBI did similarly. They used taxpayer money to 
arbitrate or kind of launder their influence over a private platform. They can no longer do so without the express consent of Elon Musk, who owns the platform. And so they can make him comply with subpoena orders. That's what they can do. And he would probably hire a new... It's presumed. It's presumed that that Elon Musk and, and company would make them comply with a subpoena order in order to access Twitter as it is. Now, after being exposed so thoroughly, I don't know. I mean, it just remains to be seen. He's Twitter is uh, is a magnet for all kinds of attention, uh, but Elon Musk has has said that he would consent to to uh, a congressional examination of all of these processes that have been thoroughly marbled with federal uh, intelligence community interference. So, so that that's some information for you. I think it's important to uh, to, to recognize that this is an ongoing um, exhum exhumation. If you would, if, is that a word? Exhumation. So I wanted to pull this up from the Free Press Tampa. It says, Twitter files DHS warned of permissive policies that could enable uh, Russian operational advantages. And so that's, that was a big thing. They were trying to counter Russian disinformation. And anyone who said something that they didn't frame in a specific light from their PR department, you know, they smacked a Russian disinformation label on it. And that was that's a Biden thing. That's a Biden democratic government thing. Um, because the thing that, that we call just, you know, opinion news or stuff that's out there, they call Russian disinformation. It, it, it hikes it to a new level. And if the government's got to get involved, um, they really shouldn't, they still shouldn't be involved. Unless, unless it's, if it's domestic, people having their own opinions about things, that's not allowed. Some of these things were, were kind of self-canceling themselves out. Like they said, that, you know, you should go to a trusted source, which is the CDC. Well, the CDC's done some, some lying things. They have, they have said lies. They have countered themselves. They doubled back down on themselves. Mask work, triple mask. You know, it's, it's all over the place. So everything's true and nothing is true. So it's thoroughly confusing. Not allowed to say it's confusing. You're not allowed to say uh, the dictat of the week is 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 uh, is bunk. Is bunk, and and the way they administrate authority by dictate um, and emergency dictat is 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 bad. Your governance is bad, and it's not necessarily something that that remits any kind of dissent. So it's super autocratic. Um, would anybody like to get up here and co-complain with me? Like I, I just want to show that that. This is not something that should be done. They passed a 1.8, nearly 1.8 trillion. It's like more like 1.7 and change. And so they've been funding a lot of these covert surveillance programs for years on our dime, continuing to surveil us. I've written several things on Substack since then. One of them uh, has been, let me just pull this up, how the United States abrogated congressional consensus to adopt G20 policy in an unlawful attempt to censor America online. And deeper into that write-up 
is that anyone could be reported to an array of emergency management hierarchy in local governments. And the government's speech and censor controls are administrated online at Twitter, Facebook, and using other social media recruits and third-party ecosystems. Risk management distributed a disinformation toolkit available this month through the CISA website. CISA policies and communications targeted public health authorities, hospitals, doctors, outpatient clinics, the American Health Association and civic information correction report plans for the public to essentially enforce on anyone. So they are trying to recruit the public to do their job, also going through the back end. They had a whole portal to kettle websites to hell ban anyone saying anything against the CDC or the WHO. We all know this now. This is out. It's out. It's in the wild. We all know. And there's no way I'm going to consent to any of this. So <clears throat> to back to, to the write-up here. It says, to be clear, any complainant who, devoid, who voiced dissent on COVID-19 medicine counter to the government's narrative, which is what you just heard in that video, if, you're, if you want a copy of that video, I, uh, please go up to the box that says unsanctioned citizen. Just push it to the left. Um, there's there's a note there from, or there's a video there on the world's most powerful spy machine, which is kind of like the interagency FBI, DNI, DHS, you know, working together to do this whole of society approach. So there's quite a bit there. It's 58 minutes and change on that one. FBI response to Twitter censors, which was delicious. Oh my God. So, uh, so I also did another write-up on that. I'll get to that in a minute. Um, see, countering disinformation in social media. There's the video if you want to see it again. DHS creates a new center for prevention. Okay, they want to prevent everything that set, that offends all snowflakes. It's the pro snowflake. You know, you got to keep things cold. So, to be clear, any complainant who, who voiced dissent on COVID-19 medicine counter to the government's narrative may now be reported for disinformation, misinformation, or dangerous speech to a tree of existing DHS emergency managers, state, local, and tribal government officials. Okay, and of course they, they tell you, here's who we want you to go to narrowly for the truth, and it's what are the best sources for accurate and reliable COVID-19 information. It says your home state health department, your county level Department of Health, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, and FEMA, FEMA's rumor control page, the World Health Organization. And so these are all laundromats for Chinese, you know, limit talking points like say this, don't say this, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. So who are the primary malign actors associated with the COVID-19 spreading of related disinformation? Russian, Chinese, and Iranian state-sponsored elements, as well as domestic extremist groups. That whole thing is so weird. Okay? It, I mean, Russian disinformation, probably true somewhere. You know, I would say that there's, it, there's a granular amount of that. I'll, I'll give them that. Okay? But I'm, I can't be... You know, major news organizations in the United States where I pay my cable bill, they're trying to get Tucker Carlson kicked off every week. He's been, anyone who basically says, hey, you ban 
Mr. Malone, Robert Malone, he developed the vaccine. You want to let him speak and kind of reform things so that we don't develop cancer or or heart problems in our children? No, you're disinformation. You, that's Russian disinformation. You get off. You you go away. So that's that's a no go. That's a no go. Anybody else? You know, these are these are major outlets with millions and millions of reach of viewers and. No, I'm beginning to become inarticulate. It's just astonishing what they expect us to go along with. And they expect the public to go along with. At this point, I think they're in a 30% or lower approval rating for their performance as a protectorate. Plus, we've got the matter of, okay, who do you prefer in your domestic training extremist designation, la 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 I mean, you've got plenty of real-time threats. you got lots of threats. I mean, you can, you can get out there and, and talk about the border. You can talk about, you know, some of the DEA agents that are coming on and, and, and infiltrating the spaces and doing what? Doing, what are they doing? Who are they stopping? There's, there's fentanyl deaths going on all the time, and you know there's people flooding in that are sometimes criminals. I'm, I'm not going to say they're, they're entirely criminal, uh, but we don't know what's going to happen. And the cartels are <laughs> the cartels are, are all over the southern border. Okay, so Gregor wants to come back and talk. Okay, so I'm going to let him talk. Hey, Gregor. Glad to have you back. You can unmute your mic anytime. I use a computer instead of my phone, and sometimes things get put in the wrong place. Anyway, you can hear me okay, right? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Okay, because my little symbol's not lighting up. I wonder what that's all about, but that's okay. Um, Yeah, well, you know, I found it entertaining, the, the video you played, how they talked about everything they did. It's unbelievable. Um, you know, uh, it, it's you know when I had debates uh, with people, and they said, "Well, what proof do you have?" And I said, "Well, here's this research by the CDC. Here's this research by these colleges. Here's this peer-reviewed study." Well, that's not information. Yeah, they'll invalidate anything that doesn't you know kind of coordinate. Yeah. And of course, it's her her uncle just talking trash online. Like she's got a duty to to check her uncle. It's yeah. her uncle. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I just don't. I, I just, and, I, and here's my challenge. I think there is a bit of a shift coming on in the country, in the U.S. Anyway, I don't know how many if we have any global listeners or not, but um, because it seems to be, people are at least starting to question, and yeah, you, know, you know, some people are, but there's so many that are more. still. I'll go for more. I'll take it. I'll take yeah, more. More. Just more. Not more. not a lot, but more. More. Yeah. No, no, it, it's, I'll take it's, it. there's, yeah, I'll, I'll take it too. There's, but there's still so many people that are just, I mean, you know, Great Britain has, you know, this week has decided to cancel any forced vaccinations. They're stopping that program. Oh, They've actually started paying out on, on, uh, uh, paying out on damages for vaccine related injury. injuries. Injuries. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. they started that a few months ago. 
And, you know, so they're way ahead of us, actually, in this regard. Um, and yet... they got a smaller population to mind, too. Well, yeah, but they're also more broke than we are, literally. Well, I mean, um, you know, the less people in, in the health system, then, you know, if, if they stop making people sick by deliberation, then it's it's a it's a good health benefit for the well, that, you know, public Canada health. Is, Canada is solving that problem with their MAID program, so... Oh, that's right. They just kill them. Yeah. Because oh, they're a right. fascist dictatorship, so, so you know, it's, but it's we know easier. that. It's easier and less expensive, so to, let's to just To euthanize them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes sense. Which, you know, that's, that scares me because, I, you know, people... <laughs> it's not that I don't think <laughs> oh, a person has God. a right to suicide, but it's the government does not need to be involved one way or the other. You know, it's for me, it's it's like if the government isn't all involved, it's going to be, oh, you have to commit suicide now because we can't afford you. It's always going to work out that way. And you that's know, what Canada is proving. Now, we can't afford all this, so we're just going to have to, you know, I can't, we can't build it. We can't build a set of steps. You'll have to commit suicide. I mean, we can't build a ramp for you for your wheelchair, but you'll, so you'll have to commit suicide. I mean, this is what it's gotten down to. Well, that's not very supportive. <laughs> to DHS like Mm. what is it about this like you need to report on your neighbor and here is this I know I mentioned this federal government funds five million dollars software to turn citizens into online misinformation responders and this is from reclaim the net so journalism group hack hackers was awarded five million by the national science foundation to develop software that would encourage ordinary americans to warn their friends and family uncle about misinformation in their online speech users of the software would confront alleged misinformation by replying with the text recommended by the software here's what to say oh goody ai rules what we say i love it yeah, they're just like here, here. It's it's prepackaged. You don't have to think. Just do it. Well, and that, but see, that is the secret. Maybe of... they use GPT. <laughs> <laughs> Probably some maybe form of it anyway. some form of it, some derivative form of it. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they made a copy over here and say, look for this information. You know, and this is it has to come out of our database, so it's going to be it's going to be the right information. Okay, well that's that's the AI pill for this show. Because this, this took the place of the AI, you know, that AI show, which mm-hmm. which used to air on Saturdays here at this, oh. at this time block. I, I think I just merged the two because it's basically, it's all a great reset now. Well, and, and <laughs> I, the great you know, reset descent wars now. Well, and I firmly believe AI is going to have an effect on us culturally. I, I, it's just, oh, it's, it's already happening. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and the question is, you know... <sighs> This is part of what gives me hope and scares me at the same time, because everywhere I look, there are there's a large group of people that will say, oh, there's a D, therefore I should vote for them, period. Which is okay. That's in a democracy. You can vote for whomever you choose. But to villainize and say the other guy uh, shall not be voted for because they are dangerous is is not democracy. Well, but they, and they do, but they do that out of fear. They don't do that out of intelligence. And when I was, they in, do that out of want for power and comp, and to marginalize competition as well. That's well, how that's, the CCP became the only party in that state. 
Yeah. Well, I, and that's what I'm worried about happening here is that the, the Republicrats or the, you know, Democrats the Uniparty. Yeah, the Uniparty. The Uniparty. Um, you will be the Uniparty. You'll be back. Um, but it's, you know, they, they don't, it's, it's a, it's a frightening thing. I mean, we're gotten ourselves, we're getting ourselves more and more involved in all kinds of things we have no business with everything from local stuff that it's like, you know what, that's not your job to, I mean, when was, what, what part of the constitution says we should be talking about marriage one way or the other at the federal level, you know, what part of the constitution and, and DHS is part of the federal government and it's telling us that we have to think this way. And they're saying everything that, you know, we will tell you what to say, right? This cute little app, here's, here's what you're supposed to say. Here's what, and instead of people thinking critically and thinking, because without that critical thinking, we're just going to end up, that's how dark ages start, right? People stop thinking, you know, you know, people, when we talk about the dark ages, that lost a lot of information and technology that was, some of it was later discovered, but there's some stuff we never got back. But it was because people were afraid, they destroyed the information, they stopped remembering the information, they stopped following the information, and then the Renaissance came. You know, I was just, you know, you're making a strong point there. And the problem is, is that the FBI has a problem with libraries at this point. If you hold a record of the Twitter files, the Library of Congress is an, at enmity with the rest of the state. So libraries who hold this information, they're just, they're just holders of, of public accounts, accounting. It's, it's like reporting, you know, the ticker that comes through the machine. That's all they're doing. Everything that is tweeted goes directly into the Library of Congress. They are doing so much to try to aggressively quash anything that criminalizes the government narrative. So, I mean, and the, and the government has done criminal things here. They have yeah. done things that violate the American people. And to say it's criminal is a start. But to say there's a, there's things that you can also do. There is a Privacy and Civil Liberties Office uh, that is part of the Department of Justice. If you don't want DHS, FBI, and anybody in the DNI tree to use your personal information to suppress your speech or or go against your narrative then or just you know just just mind you as 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 government minders do as as are want to do you can go to that office and say hey get me off your list and they got to do it they got to do it now because people don't know about it like anyone listening in the reach of my voice let's just say there's a government minder who's who's trolling my program they already know that I've contacted that office. They know that I've contacted my federal legislatures and the, my senators and my congressional reps and that my dissent against what they're doing is well documented. So everything they do or use against me from the time that I log that is, is uh, one, fruit of the poisonous tree, meaning they can't use it in any kind of criminal proceeding against it. They can't use it to hunt me. Okay? They will try. They will go. They will use force 
force of policy, force of whatever, um, but it won't be in a legally compliant constraint. So that much. So if I go to say get a lawyer and and try to get an injunction against the federal government to get them to stop, I have a case because they continue to violate against the Privacy Act of 1974 which they tend to volley and say, well, we have reached blah, 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 blah through FISA and these these trees of, like, espionage, five eyes, and the spray of 17 other eyes that are involved with that. Like, we have to supply foreign partners with intelligence. That's that. Those are the breaks. And it's just like, just no. Just no. You have like one that. job. Go ahead. I like that answer. Just no. Um, and, and that, that is, you know, to me, some of the things that is, is coming out positive is that our current Supreme court is finding more and more within the constitution. And so my hope is that with the new Congress, which will probably not do what I want them to do because I have no faith in them. Um, <laughs> uh, well, they uh, got to prove it. They got to prove it. They, but uh, you know, yeah, you want to, you, Prove to me that you are, um, you know, worthy of ha- holding the office. Then guess what? You get to repeal the Patriot Act. You get to go back. You know, because we, we don't need it. It's not working. It's not yeah. as functional as I mean. It is. It has been coming more and more dysfunctional. And these are all the things we were warning about back in two thousand. Oh yeah, for well over fifteen years. Yeah, going on eighteen years. Ever since uh, two thousand three. I was one of the nutty Republicans um, in 2001 when they were talking about the Patriot I kept writing my congressman says, we can't do this. No, 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 no. Yeah, we can't. We can't. And everybody says, well, we have to for security's sake. And it's like, no, we don't. And, you know, you know, I was I was considered a nut job because I was, you know, preaching against it. Yes, terrible things had happened, but I figured we could still fight them within the rules that we currently had instead of having to do what they did and look what it brought us i mean we had we had the fbi embedding itself in people's campaigns and spying on 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 campaign you know that's straight blatant political so that's that's a really good point ever since the hoover administration installed the fbi there's been that element of basically um sending in government workers to monitor or um, kettle through surveillance any kind of public um, organization around dissent against you know the the ruling concurrent like the ruling current thing whatever it is you know whether it's anti-war whether it's you know what's just bothersome to me is that there it there was there are actual instances I just saw them live like involved right in front burned out cars people with ak-47s who took over an entire police precinct and a park saw it was down there you know with you know a, a banana republic weirdo like anarchist checkpoint i saw this with my own two eyes and that wasn't terrorism but if i say boo about the vaccine I'm an extremist. See, so there's not really parody. It's just whatever the thin skin decide that day is heresy. And that's not okay. That's the kind of stuff that's going to bring us into abject poverty as a nation. 
you can tell because the decisions are really arbitrary and the reasoning is weird and corrupt. So I just want to turn to my own self-dealing. Uh, I have a, I should have a link up there. Okay, the last link is to my merch page. So I, I just couldn't, I couldn't avoid it. I have to, to just satisfy myself here. So I, I created a shirt because the FBI said, you know, anyone who, who decides that that they're against what we have to say is just a conspiracy theorist, okay? Now, a conspiracy theorist, I've realized that there's a tier, okay? If you are like maybe a thousand person reach and, and you're saying the truth about what's going on, well, you're a conspiracy theorist. Now, if you're, say, like Glenn Greenwald or, you know, people with a, a wide array, big audience, then you've been upgraded to Russian disinformation. You know, you're a national security target at that point. They, they have to escalate because they need more force to kettle the, the numbers, the sheer numbers. So I think, I think it's conspiracy theory if you're small fry and Russian disinformation if you're a big man. So, so but I have the conspiracy theorist 84 training jersey with the hashtag Twitter files. Anybody who is watching the Twitter files is now a conspiracy theorist. Get in the game. Come on now. Get in the mud. It's Christmas Eve. It's not gonna get any better unless you do it. Does anybody else want to come up here and, and say two cents? Like, cause I got I got Gregor in the speaker column now. I'm gonna pick on Bloody because I just haven't heard from him in a while. So come on, Blood. You wanna come up here and talk and say something? Sometimes he's he's on. Sometimes he's not. There's Julia. Mace is here. Hey, Mace. Do you wanna come up and talk? Even if it's to promote your own stuff on Pangburn. <laughs> usually what he wants to do at this stage of the game. Let's see. I'll just go ahead and bring him up. Mace is a good guy, and uh, he's our, uh, I don't know. We're still, the jury's still out on whether or not he's actually British, but he has an amazing, fun accent. Um... <clears throat> And and he's he's really a fun guy to talk to. He w he wants to to prove us wrong. So hey Maze, you can unmute your mic. Hello. Hello. So Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Christmas. Eve. What's this room about? Oh, this is the uh, we're heckling DHS. <laughs> we're heckling what DHS for, for over the Twitter files because you know everything is wrong. Everything you do is wrong. Like, hey, I discovered that, you know, this guy down the street had a vaccine injury. You can't say that! Because Twitter files. <laughs> so I just want to give a prop up to uh, Stephen Miles, um, who's really great. Who's been really great. He's been super awesome, you know, as far as, uh, as you know, a good forum for people to talk. And he's here on call-in. Also, Japan Burn. And then, Gregor, you have a show. Do you want to talk about your show? Oh, my little tiny show. Yeah, it's called The Liberty Mindset. Um, we're on hiatus <laughs> until next year. Uh, we'll be starting up again the first week of January. Um, we're trying to stay focused on Oregon, though that's becoming challenging. Um, we uh, actually just got our first author interview. Nice. So in the middle, middle of January, I'm going to be having an author on, so I'm in the midst of reading The Red Pill Revolution. Um, 
by uh, John Gusty. And John's going to be joining us in the middle of uh, January, on January 18th. I'll be making lots of noise about that. But we're sort of now settling into finding a good time to be a show. And, uh, you know, we just started off as kind of a whim thing every other week. But now we're looking to start to do weekly. And we're going to start having, hopefully we're going to have start having more guests. John's our first actual guest. Um, you know, that is of any consequence, but we'll see. This feels like it's one of those things that I'm terrified and, and jo overjoyed at the same time because, you know, it's like, is this the corner where all of a sudden I get 150,000 followers or, you know, because now I got seven, you know. <laughs> it starts slow, but then it begins to pick up. Um, yeah. I also want to say, please hold a candle out for all the imprisoned journalists and especially Julian Assange because this is his fourth year. Oh my God! In Belmarsh Prison at Christmas time, it just sucks. So, um, from please. what I've heard about Belmarsh, it is not exactly a vacation spot, and they've treated him so poorly. I mean, isolation. I read the whole book, dude. I read yeah, the whole no, it's book. Yeah, yeah, like, you read. I, you, you got me started. I had to go back and bite and get the book so I could read it. The rest mm -hmm. of it, it's terrifying what has been going on. Yeah, God bless him. God bless his uh, situation there. So, um, does anybody have any comments or anything? Uh, May said he accepted an invite here from Vlad. So, Vlad, thank you for inviting people to the program. Um, <clears throat> oh, good. We're going to get him to talk. Hello, Vladdy. Merry Christmas. What's going on? What's going on? All this wasteful spending. Your mic cut out. Come again. No, no I'm saying... All this, all this uh, misspending of money. Oh, good. I'm glad somebody got into it. <laughs> Go Inflation. ahead. Everybody's going, in, going to jail. Everybody's being hopeful on the new Republican House of uh, Representatives. But, uh, it's what we got, If man. they don't get the ball rolling. Yeah. No, it's yeah, true. It, it's you know, what we have. What you got. Yeah. Give them, give them the the benefit of the doubt. I know that. Give them the benefit of the doubt, and uh, we'll take it from there. I'm hoping something gives. You know, I'm hoping Fauci goes to jail. I'm hoping uh, Biden gets impeached and Kamala and uh, House Speaker. Oh well, she will no longer be there. She's already out. You know, uh, I heard a bit of Mexican gossip. This is from Mexican reporting. This is you know source that is is coming along. But uh, the Mexican papers are saying that Pelosi met with El Chapo and that that was one of the reasons why a lot of the Democratic constituency just kind of laid down and allowed uh, the cartels to just bring on whomever. And that's why a lot of the NGOs got, got government funding yeah. because, because of congressional leadership under, under Pelosi. Yeah. Are you there? Your mic got cut, buddy. Okay, so we're waiting for Blood to come back, but I also wanted to add that a bit of other. Yeah, if they do an investigation. From, from, mm -hmm. are, are you there? Oh, we can't investigate Pelosi. No, I was saying that. If Shoot. Bloody just just uh just you sound absolutely great, man. Keep going. <laughs> you can't hear anything. 
Like, go stand by the window or something. <laughs> better Anyways, have- let me... Let me- uh, yes, much. Thank you. Okay, no, so I was basically saying any investigation has to be done by, uh, by a totally new federal department uh, that has to be accountable and has to really look into all this and immediately arrest them. If, mm-hmm. if, the, problem, the, if the problem is that they've been involved too much, jail will not serve them. The proper thing would be capital punishment. And I, I see thousands lined up, thousands, hundreds of thousands of these bastards like Pelosi, Clinton's lined up. A new type of, I don't want to say, I don't want to be cruel, but the truth, a new type of guillotine, a new type of rev- French revolution has to take place. Non-socialist, none of that shit. But it has to take place where this is already let the hammer down. In this case, let the let the blade down once and for all and set in, in our, our republic has to renew. It is in the Constitution. From time to time, the blood of patriots and ty- tyrants have to be shed. Well, I mean, if, they're, if, they, if you can prove that they were a traitor, bloody, there's provisions in the law for, for, for uh, eradicating traitors with death. And and that's the only way it's going to be able to send them. Yeah, I'm, I'm with I'm with, uh, I'm with Miranda. No, no new government agency because they're going to just continue to self fund. If anything, we need to to reorganize and fire and pare down and get rid of some of these frivolous agencies that do nothing but surveil the American people. Another another thing too, um, uh, Shayla, is that is that the FBI totally has to be. You have to do away with it. We need a total, not only reformation, transformation. New people, new heads of everything, and new laws to govern the FBI separate from it getting involved, uh, being used as a puppet, as a tool of the Democrat Party or Republican for that matter. Something's got to give. Political state, yeah. No, I I totally agree. There's something something wrong with the fundaments of the FBI in in that it needs to be completely, um, you know, we need to just, Get a, get away from whatever this was. It's a new century. It's okay to, to reformat our 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 justice system a lot because it's not working in in the interest of the American people for for the interest of justice. You know, we're making too many excuses for criminal behavior that's 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 creating chaos and driving people into you know just abject misery on the ground and than, you know, persecuting and prosecuting people for things that are actually legal behavior. These are legal, constitutionally protected behaviors that are nonviolent, you know, and while they, they insult the protectorate state and, and their group of, of rich nobodies who don't really care about you, um, and, and they are, they're nobodies to me. Anybody who, who wants to step on my life and and decimate the, the interest and prospects of, of people who are, are, you know, common people who did them no wrong. They've done nothing to them. They're innocent people that, that just want to get along in the world and, you know, have their families and, and uh, educate their children and, and, you know, have their faith or, you know, they just need the freedom to go live their lives. That's the whole point of coming to America and the American ideal is to, to have yeah. a life yeah. and lead it and pursue it to the way that makes you joyous and happy. Uh, but, you know, it's not for, you know, it's like, do what I want. You know, we, we are in the age of AI. I mean, if you want a robot to conform to your every whim and you have a shit ton of money, just go buy a robot. 
Why do you want to make people do it? <laughs> you know what I mean? What? Exactly, exactly. Well, they want their own servants. They want their own sex slaves. Go buy your damn AI robot and go do whatever you need to do. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to understand that the sociopaths need to have that kind of servitude. Um, and I'm not being hyped. But I don't silicone like looks and sounds the same. Uh, forgive me if I'm going to say no. <laughs> um, Come on, rich assholes. Just go for it. Just go for the well, silicone. I mean, well, I mean, yes, but, but see that it's it's that's the thing is that that artificial reality is not going to ever satisfy human beings. I mean, uh, we need to have there's something of I don't care how much you make it like reality. We're always going to be able to suss it out and turn out the difference and figure it out and never be satisfied. And I, but why accommodate sociopaths? That that's my argument. Is that okay? I don't think we accommodate them. I think they just work their way into being in charge. It's not. It's not only that, guys. It's not only that. Why does people perpetuate this shit that have no power? Yeah. Yeah. Why do they buy so easily? Sorry for the noise. I have some water because I'm. Just do your thing. We know you're cooking. You cook on the show. We we already talked about you doing a cooking show along with uh, with Justin, wherever he is. <laughs> of, of of conviction. Sorry, I was getting an incoming call, but I told my friend, "Text me, fucker! Don't 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 call me. I'm in the middle of <laughs> I'm in the middle of a talk. It's like you can't understand. You see, that's the problem with people not understanding the first damn time that we have a lot of dumb fucks here in our country are called the United States of America. You're supposed to listen." Listen the first time and take orders the first time. And they time. don't, and they're not because they're human, and that's what happens. I have, I have a program you can listen to many times in case you're confused about what was said. And and no, and, and get me, and, and don't get me wrong. I was there too for the longest. I had to improve. I had to listen. Now I could my attention span. I could be in a two-hour class, have some coffee, walk, stand up if I have to, walk around, including church, and continue to listen. I have to fight the stupidity. I have to fight the laziness. I have to fight the, the procrastination. But no, people go on for hours on their phones. They miss out on conversation, friendship, relationships. That's what's all messed up. This tool that we're using here for our advantage that the Constitution allows, and we have the freedom to use this phone and technologies, you know, that didn't come about easy. You know, people have used it for wrong. How could how could you be at home all texting and not have a family conversation with mom, dad, and, and siblings, or go out and play? I mean, everything's so messed up. We are in a messed up world, ladies and gentlemen. We are in a messed up world, and it's horrible, and it's not going to get any better. There's only well, so I much. Think, that... I, I I'm going to disagree with you there, Lottie, because you know every choice that you make to to better your world or or be kinder to somebody else and use less bad language. Sorry about all my salty salty words, my friends. Not, it's, not, it's not a good influence. Sorry Anyways, for your French. Sorry for your French. Sorry for my bad language. Um, <laughs> bad words. I'm going to say more prayers about that. Um, it's <laughs> a bad language. It's also a bad, bad. nation for the bad people. Let's take a lump of... But Mace gets a jail out of free card with that voice, believe it or not. With that voiceover right there. Mace gets a jail out of free card. It's you like know? slow rolling. Oh hell yeah! I love I love listening to me. He's awesome. 
He needs to do voiceovers and he needs to be an actor. I'm telling you, with that look, he needs to be an actor. I told him several <laughs> times, you need to look into that, really. Seriously, no bullshit. You really need to look. Here in America, you will be the man. You might be a villain in a role, but you'll be an awesome villain. Mate, I would love to play a villain role. If you know a casting director, then send me that. You, you do know me that, that for the longest, here in America, we had nothing but British actors that were being used for villain because of that, uh, you know, old-fashioned English uh, style of speaking and the demeanor and... You know, it was cool. It just goes with the movie, goes with the scene, you know? Are, are you ready to get buff, man? So you can't be doughy if you go into the field. <laughs> you know? Well, bad, bad guys can be doughy. Bad guys? You, you know of a doughy bad guy? Other than the uh, Stay Flush mar Marfella Marshmallow Man and, and Toadfucker? <laughs> he was kind of doughy. Yeah, no, yeah. Mr. Freeze was not a. Uh, health guy, even Arnold. He was oh, the Arnold. penguin! Yeah, the penguin! <laughs> you have to admit, you, I'm I'm still stuck on the '60s Batman and and Penguin and Riddler. Oh, it yeah. just left an imprint, and not to mention uh, Romero, the the Cuban guy that played the Joker. It, yes, it was just that, that. Yes, he that nasty laugh that he had, that sinister. Laugh! I have yet to see it. I mean, all the so other memorable. guys are great. Yes, there was just something to them in their acting, and not to mention uh, Bruce Wayne was actually really cool. Like Adam West, yeah. there was something to him. Burt Ward. I mean, I, I I I would love to see something classy like that. You know, and then, you know, you hear the song, and then the they did they would go to the back cave, the door opens, you know, he presses, he goes to this phone, you know, it's the boots, for me, it's the boots in the time, yeah, absolutely, the Star Trek boots and the, and the you know, the tufted tuck-in pants for the Star Trek pants and, and the tights, the, the and, and then 1960s tights, even, even the villains were awesome, the Catwoman, they had variations of Catwomen, they, they were classic, not only sexy, they were classy in their time. There was something beautiful of the 60s. I wasn't born, it was before my time, but it was like, damn, yeah. I should have been born for the 60s, you know? There was well, just something about it. wholesome, too. They actually had principles, and, you know, the bad guys were actually, you know, bad. And sometimes they even had redemptive moments. I mean, there was times when uh, the Riddler almost turned into a good guy. In the Come on, guys. Don't you know all those proprietary IPs were all racist? <laughs> how could you, you know, say that? They how were can you watch all that They stuff. were xenophobes, homophobes. Uh, yeah, they were, they were misogynists. You know, like, all of them. You need to just write off all that entire you know, catalog of culture. What was really crazy is like watching some of these films... They're like, wow! I couldn't have say, said any of that, especially like the cartoons and stuff. Um, I guess, I guess, uh, if there's anything that you guys wanted to add about DHS before we 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 cancel our program for the for the we Christmas we season. need we need a total transformation in and out guaranteed with with an overlooking body, no bu cut the bullshit accountability. We need accountability at the Pentagon. No more misspending money, even if it is drug money, whatever it is. It's great. And whoever doesn't do it, lock them up for life. It's got to be a lock up for life. 
I think you lie that, to the people, lock mm-hmm. up for life. If, if not capital punishment, lock up for life. It has to be severe, cutthroat policies. I think Guaranteed. they should be exiled. I think that they, you know, exile's not off the table. I also want to mention that we should require our representative elected leadership to, to put a, a halt on any spending for these unconstitutional measures that limit our speech in any forum. Like, they don't get any – they have been paid. They had government officers that were paid to do this, and they need to disable all of this software. This, this TTFs – what is it? This this journalism group, it's a journalism group conducting surveillance and censorship. How inverted reality has this come in? It's through the National Science Foundation. You know, remember, I am the science. I am the science. Another thing, too, is that if the, the Republican House of Representatives has to prove themselves, if they really bring Jack Dorsey, former owner of Twitter, to justice and all his acolytes and cronies and employees that lie, they lie. Now there's proof that they lie. They need to be locked up. Okay, but, beyond, beyond lockup, beyond lockup, Lottie. Okay, some of those people are not U.S. citizens, and they're operating on a whole other value system. And compunction that is coordinating with global government, okay? They're well, being guided, easy. and they need to lose their, their visas, their, their green card, and they need to be booted back to the state from which they came. Now, yeah. whether or not they, they committed crimes, the government committed the crime, okay? They were just acting as government vesicles, to be honest. They were under the coordination. They're like, okay, we'll take your money. Here, we're a coin-operated... Uh, we're a coin-operated machine here, so we can just we'll just take your money, we'll take the taxpayers' money, and we'll conduct surveillance, and we'll we'll feed this intelligence to anyone for any. They were like Noriega. Also, I just wanted to put this uh, dot of information out there as well. Um, Gregor, you had mentioned that that you know this had been going on for years, the trucking of of people up from, you know. Guatemala border of Mexico to to the United States. I don't think that's necessarily so, um, because reports from Mexico have indicated that Biden and Harris went to AMLO and asked for the trucks. They asked for the army trucks to bring them to the border. So if that's wow. true, if that's true, uh, because those are Mexican reports, and the Mexican people are really mad. They're mad about the Haitians. They're mad about uh, the people from Honduras, you know, invading their country because they get there. They have no money. They have no no means to earn anything, so they steal from the locals. That's what happens there. And they're all in fealty to these, uh, to the cartels. You know, they've already spent all their money on the cartels, so they steal from the locals and you know, so they cut a deal. This this AMLO said, "Listen, we 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 can't control all these people who want to go to the border, but they're part of the problem. Both governments are part of the problem, and the only thing they're doing is they're feeding the cartel government that actually has operational control of the border. Let's not pussyfoot around, okay? They have their own drone programs. They have their own hackers. They have their own um, electro field." Uh, workers right around the border to report uh, whether or not uh, their paid charges are getting over 
or not getting over the, the the restrictions are driven by them. So there is border control. It just is a cartels. So uh, Governor Abbott getting in the game and saying, "Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna use the military force that we actually have." Uh, if Title Forty Two is is lifted, now I think what is not transparent is like how many of these people are going back to, in proportion to the people who are coming in. Okay, they come in. They, they surrender themselves. Okay, some of these people are qualified non-refoulement. Some, some of these people can't go back because there are real reasons why they are avoiding, you know, a refugee crisis. Okay, and those people are under the protection of, of legitimate asylum and non-refoulement. Okay, the other people, those people are just invading. Everything else is crime. Okay, so there's there's got to be there's got to be someone who can make the, the jurisdictional call. Okay, this is non-refoulement. This is a this is the UN uh, public aid case, which I'm sure that that will limit the the numbers. But everybody else has to go back to whence they came, and it's okay to take people who are not from this country and return them to their country of origin. It's not illegal. It's not heartless. You just do it. That's the law. And they pretend like it doesn't exist. Another another thing that, that, that new laws that need to be placed is if you're, you're president and Congress too, and you don't take care of the border, that should be a capital crime. Our sovereignty should not be at stake. All over the place, no, I know we we got to be severe with these bastards. You cannot play with a, with a with the sovereignty of the United States. You cannot make it bipartisan or partisan, po political. One puts up a, like Trump erects a, the the defense. The other one tries to take it down. Anything like that is being anti-American, anti-sovereignty of the United States. And absolutely, and and in. I, re I understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. My only point is the French Revolution ended up with Napoleon. Yeah, yeah, I'm with um, you there. Okay. I'm, I'm, I, it's, and, but I also no, no, think no, I know, I know. Justice, I know. justice is, thank you, justice is important. <clears throat> we should, and that is part of the problem, is we currently don't have any kind of, of real definition of justice that everybody agrees on. We're talking about... Yeah social well, justice or equity or all these uh, other things that are not actual justice and it's and not it's not even codified it's not codified in any law book it's invented uh, postulate that is that it's not even real policy like right. nobody greenlit this even through the Washington State State House it's just whatever Jay Inslee and the local communist invent for the day and that's how they're going to govern by diktat this brings us back, you know, you were talking about the people coming across the border, and I'm all over folks who are actually running from persecution. Um, people who want to come here and build a, build a life and become Americans, welcome, one and all. Okay, I have no problem with that. Of course not. But what the reason we have to open up our borders is for the people who are in charge so that they can continue with the chaos. And we don't we're have gonna, to. We don't. Well, just, just to preclude the statement... No one has to open the border. 
Oh, no, oh and I, I'm, I'm with you on that, yes. But what I mean is the reason we have to have this completely sieve-like border that we currently have is so that we can have chaos. It's part of the goal is to create yeah. hatred and dissent. It's what they've been doing for years. Oh, right? oh, here, yeah. here. Let me stick it. All right. This is what I had a discussion with. There's a there's a identity professional online. Uh, her name is Kalia Hamlin. I, I worked with her in work groups in San Francisco um, years ago. We attended many of the same privacy seminars, and uh, we're we're back in the saws of what's going on. So the way that this is being blocked, can you mute your mic while you do whatever you're doing at the same? Okay, okay. So I, I just need I need a, a minute to, to to clear the hurdle here. So <clears throat> the way this is being architected is right now is they are flooding, they are allowing the flood of migration to to enter the country. Okay, and right now the World Economic Forum, the G20, and these these dopes who want to enslave and reintegrate serfdom because they thought it was a better program for them um, they need to identify all these people well it's like well nobody knows who anybody is anymore like there's there's all this crime and chaos and the only way we're going to be able to control it is every if you know who's the real citizens and who isn't so this is going to be this is going to surge the demand or the the art of Official consent, the artifice, uh, manufacture of consent for a national identity program and checkpoints at every orifice so that you will have to over-identify to buy groceries, to travel, to do anything that you normally do today without, without any limitation. It's got to be through any electronic device. You're going to have to over-identify 12 times to Sunday. Okay, and they're going to want government ID in your computing, in your phone, and everywhere. They're going to want this UN cradle to grave crap where you're enrolled in your health care and your health care checks in with the government. And <clears throat> because we need to know who's here. In the meantime, it's just like, you know, gun violence. The people who are going to obey, obey, and the people who don't, don't. And the criminals, who don't obey the laws and don't go along with the program, they are going to uh, not use those things, and they're going to still commit violence. So the people who are actually committing crime aren't checked. Okay, they're the reason for all the tyranny. They're like, no, we got to control you because them. Instead of just just getting rid of the criminals, which they won't, they're useful. Um, they will over-identify you and oppress you because you want to obey the law. You want to you want to create a, a civil society. You want things to be normal, okay? They do not want things to be normal, so they will instrumentalize the criminals to oppress you. So that's what I had to say about that. Go ahead, everybody. Last words. Well, you know, I'm I'm with you that the whole idea of a national identity is is going to be the bane of our existence. And again, I reiterate: if you want to come to this country. And work and live and produce, you're good. And the federal government should have no qualms about that. The state government really doesn't need to know anything about you. Mm-mm. That's the important thing: is that they really don't. And all of these people that come across for the purpose of crime, um, and you know, and there's a lot of them. They really need to be dealt with, and the and, and the end result is they need to get, as you said, I love that. Uh, um, 
you know, the idea that they can go back to where they came from in a harsh way. You know, I, you know, and, and well, I mean, uh, they, just, they just get on a C-130 and go back to their country of origin. Uh, if someone sent me back to America and I was, you know, violet in, in someone else's country, I, I wouldn't have any, any, uh, they have the right to get me out of there. Yes. Well, yeah. and, but that's because we have to recognize borders and, and that's, but that's been part of the challenge is that is they don't want the, the left, the, the authoritarians don't the want presumptive to, left, you know, the, the presumptive the, left, the authoritarian. authoritarian don't want us to have a border because they're trying to make a global border. And that has, you know, I don't, I, I can see a world where everybody has a country and countries work together voluntarily. I could see that world. I can imagine that world because it worked for most of our history. Yeah. Um, Another thing, guys, uh, stronger border laws, not not to ever not allow people. There's always going to be people that need to come to the U.S., economic refugees, asylum, political, whatever. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to make our we have to make we have to make our 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 people in, in power responsible for that. If you see a crisis, stop playing around. Stop saying there's not a crisis. Stop lying to the people. That will get you out of power. You lie, you out. You're out. You lie, you're out. Plain simple. That's how it works. Another thing, uh, the government media complex needs to be made just like like the social media. I'm not saying it because of Elon, but when Jack Dorsey, Facebook, all those need to be made responsible. New laws to make sure they do not use during the election time or any time to be manipulating information, whether it's misinformation or or or, or about whatever it could be. You know what, no what we need is. to do, actually, Vladi, is that we need to put a prohibition that the government cannot use these public forums for their purposes. We well, just need okay. to put, build a wall there. We need to Correct. just say you cannot use. It is illegal for you to use these these um, these placards, these platforms for your purposes because you abused it. This is what happened. There needs to be a prohibition, a, a law against it. The government cannot use it. I don't know if, you, if, you're, if you're familiar with the, the Smith Mund Act from the 40s. Mm-hmm. They redid it in 2012 and they introduced propagandization. That needs to be made illegal. You cannot propagandize from the government the people. You cannot be a Joseph Goebbels like in the Nazis and lie to people intentionally. You gotta be, tr- that's, that's not being transparent. That's using psyops, that's using whatever in media to get into people's heads and to br- continue to bring the fear mongering. Right now, let me give you an example. All media, including international, which is mostly left wing, what are they saying? Ukraine's gonna win the war. It's not. If you listen to people like Colonel Douglas McGregor interviewed by Michael Savage, he says, that's a load of crap. It's the other way around. Russia right now is using the what you call the blackouts because they destroyed the most of the infrastructure so people are going to suffer unfortunately because these people are the ones that suffer at the end not the leadership they're going to suffer in the winter a lot of people are going to die shitload of a lot of people a lot of those people that were not going to be able to get in, you know through infrastructure no bridges no no electricity no gas they're going to yeah, die because of war because of war yeah the, exactly because of war unfortunately putin is using that i'm not that's a horrible tactic but it works well, He's I mean, that's what it. war is. That's, you know, exactly. you blow up everything. You can't build anything during a war. And, and, not during and a war. The, the whole point is because he wants to bring this to an end. Douglas McGregor was saying Russia has not brought out, brought out its best equipment. 
Russia has not brought out 300,000 soldiers that are going to end this war already. I don't care. Only one battery missile that you, um, uh, set up that you're going to have from the Patriot missile system, that's not going to cut it. 90 missiles are not going to cut it. You need at least two, uh, 200 of those all around to make a difference. You know, Vladi, I don't know if I can, I can't verify any of those claims. I'm going to let you speak for yourself, but I'm, I'm going to let you own your own claims for, for the purposes of declaring so. I got it on a podcast if you need the link. It's okay. from the Savage Nation. And I'll give it to you if you give me a couple of minutes so I could copy and, and paste it, and anybody could look at it, and you could come to your own conclusion. Okay. But you anyway, know what? This I, is a Christmas program, and, and I really know that everybody here has, has other things to do. Um, I, I really appreciate all of the attendants here. Gregor, Mace, Vlad, Miranda, Julia, and uh, Ice Ice, whomever you may be. Mace, did you want to say something? Yeah, quickly, quickly. I, I still don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. It's oh, my goodness. Thing. It's going to be Where have you been, my man? <laughs> I don't live in America. Okay. Where, where do you live? Like, what, what nation? Where are you now? Like, where, where are you today? Where does it sound like I live? Liverpool. Well, don't guess. Like, I don't want to guess. Just tell me. England. What area of England? Like Edinburgh, Liverpool, Kingston, Glasgow, um, Wales. No, well, the Glasgow's in Scotland. Where are you? Well, so is Edinburgh, but that's beside the point. Is it? Is it Edinburgh? Yeah. Thank you. Edinburgh's in Scotland. Is it? Uh, yeah. I'd say Bedfordshire. Ah. Okay. Well, I really don't know, but I'm glad that you graced us with your presence. So, uh, Miranda uh, wants I, I, to say, uh, my husband was a 25-year career Patriot Missile Chief. Wow. And uh, there's not that many PML available. Personnel yeah. movement Patriot limitations. Missile. Oh, Patriot, Patriot Missile, missile. launchers. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, real quick, uh, um, just to end this, because I know everybody wants to talk. I put the link right there from the podcast from the Savage Oh, Nation. good. Dr. Michael Savage interviews Colonel Douglas McGregor, and he tells it as it is. He's very good because he's been in war. He was a man of war. He was a major. Now he's a colonel, but he's retired now. But he tells you because he has the inside information. And he's telling you this thing is almost over. Mm -hmm. He's not part of it, unfortunately. But he said it's over. And he said there is government, uh, American government contractors over there to help Ukrainians. It can't be direct military people, personnel, uh, American patriots, you know, service members. It has to be contractors. And to use the Patriot missile system, you need, from what I heard, 90 people involved so unless they're well trained that usually takes about six months to train a person this thing should be over before a- any any patriot missile system arrives okay well so i, I don't i don't that. really i think that we can actually put a a halt on spending if we can decide to spend it we can undecide to spend it they they put this in and they do this every time uh <clears throat> they put they cram this omnibus in and say, oh, the government's going to break if we don't do it. And they've been doing this for about 15 years, ever since, like, 2010. They're like, ever since they discovered they could do it um, under Pelosi, they're like, oh, the government, the government's going to stop if we don't do that. We're going we're gonna to hold you hostage. We're going to hold the American government hostage if you don't fund our crap. So what they should do is they go, okay, you can, you, can, you know, pay it forward, 1.8. Seven trillion. And then we're going to go back to the fountain, and we're going to turn off the tap because we didn't get to read this bill, and so we'll just re-legislate and um, and repeal this garbage. 
all the earmarks, all the fat, all the unnecessary spending. We'll just we'll just go back in there and uh, cut it down. The pork barrel spending has to die, has to end. No more largesse. Yeah. Another thing too, a hundred billion that, or I think it's uh, it's going to be. Was it forty seven? It's going to be given to them. They never get forty seven billion. The oh Pentagon gives them gives them basically that amount in equipment, but keeps the money to replenish and for other uses. So it never it never gives them. If it gives them forty seven billion worth of aid, it keeps the money. So it's like basically you're paying. We're paying. For their for their for their military arsenal, and and the only way they can do that, bloody, is if they have the congressional green light and the registry or the the legislative um, the legislative buttress to do that. Okay, if you just go back in there and repeal all that, you can clean that up and cut their funding because that's how funding is. Cut oh, okay, right right here. Sorry, other chief. Programs. Chief baby, chief baby girl, saying it's actually nine months. So sorry, I was wrong. Somebody gave me the six months uh, training, but she says it's nine months. Wow. Well, thank you for that information. Okay. Sorry, I don't know. I'm basing it on what to so, get. But I anyway, mean, love you guys. Have, Merry Christmas. And I know I'll see you before for the new year, uh, before the new year, and the, at least New Year's Eve. I hope you come back during the week, Shayla. We need your show again. And, oh, uh, you know what? Okay. I mean, I'm only doing it Saturday. and But you know what? Occasionally, I will be dropping in when I got a guest. So, uh, hey, hey. hey, if you know of a guest that you want to see on the show... Please contact them and kick them my way. Um, you can definitely, we, definitely. Well, any we, topics in particular you would like? Uh, uh, well, just just a regular fair and and anything that you might think is interesting is good. Okay, I I, I have an upcoming podcast that I'm going to do in January. I mm-hmm. want to bring Michael Cruz. He's a write the book writer of uh, uh, Bitcoin uh, Hustles. Uh, he's on Amazon, and uh, I get nothing out of it. I, I met Michael Cruz in the elections. I worked two weeks with him. Wonderful person. And and he wants to talk about it, so he's going to promote his new books too. If uh, if that's something up your alley, I will more than likely refer you to him. Otherwise, yeah. I'm just going to do an hour podcast and uh, make sure that it just stays to the topic where yeah, we're people trying to are get enlightened. Tim Hinchcliffe in here, and um, but he's you know he's weighed down with the holidays. He also says he's got you know a little bit of a chest cold right now. I'd love to get somebody like Russell Brand or. Um, Someone, someone higher profile to come on the program and, and you know, ingratiate yeah, okay, my yeah. audience here. But, um, sure. guys, you know, this has been one of the best rooms ever. Thank you so much for coming out. Uh, it's been a wonderful time. You have a fantastic happy holiday and a Merry Christmas. We'll see you at next Saturday. You got this it. Take care. Citizens. Merry Christmas. Thanks for listening. Before you go, hit the subscribe button. Remember that callers are welcome. Subscribers can access Unsanctioned Citizen podcast archives at Substack, Automatic, iHeartRadio podcasts, and call in. Please stay in touch. We want to hear from you. Visit SheilaMD.